Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday of the third week of Advent. Hard, hard as it is to believe, one week from today is the birth of our Lord, the Nativity of our Savior in the holy city of Bethlehem. A reading for today comes from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 56, verses 1 through 8. Isaiah 56, verses 1 through 8. When God fashioned the human person, God made us social by nature. We read in the book of Genesis, God says, it is not good for man to be alone. We are meant to be with and for others. Lockdowns and shutdowns, isolation, they cause a whole host of problems, uh, not only physically, but also spiritually and psychologically and emotionally. We hear of the terrible statistics and fallout from those who are confined for periods of time during, for example, this foreign virus that has uh, infected the uh, entire world, this pandemic, and the consequences that it has had, especially for young people. And for all of us in general, uh, we need the companionship of others. We need to be with others. Hence, the notion of being excluded, of not being invited, of being cut off and shunned, is a very painful experience to us because it is, quite literally, unnatural. It goes against the very core and nature of what it means to be a human being. The philosopher Aristotle tells us that there are only two types of people who do not need others. God, because God is sufficient unto God's self, and mad people. Mad people are not able to get out of themselves. Mad, mad people live within themselves and only for themselves, a kind of solipsistic kind of existence. And we see forms of that. Uh, it can be a kind of selfishness or those who fear going out into public. We know what a terrible burden that is, that psychological pain and suffering and condition uh, that they labor under each day. So we are meant to be with others. And not only with others, we are also meant to be for others. Uh, that is, we don't simply want to be around people but we also believe that we have within our nature, what Lincoln called our finer angels, the desire to help, the desire to assist. In other words, not simply to take up space or to have a good time, but we also like to believe that there are times in which we are called upon and we can be of service to others. We can fulfill a need. We can assist someone who is having a difficulty materially, physically, emotionally, and psychologically. We need someone to talk to. We need someone to discuss our sins and our spiritual life. We need assistance, maybe after surgery or an illness. Um, we need that. And we need also to be able to assist those, to feel that somehow we have not simply taken, but we've also made a contribution. And so exclusion or being cut off or being isolated 
is a, is a terrible pain. We hear today a great deal of talk about inclusion, uh, pluralism, uh, and all of those kinds of things that have unfortunately become so distorted in our uh, political and rather contentious environment that we find ourselves. But the prophet Isaiah reminds us that God is the universal living God. God wants to be with and for all people, every single race, creed, color, national background, what have you, saint and sinner. The Lord desires that all of us, all of us be in communion with him. Um, we read in Isaiah, for example, uh, the Israelites are moving into uh, new places, and um, Isaiah, Isaiah shares his prophecy from the Lord, and he says, Let not the foreigner say, when he would join himself to the Lord, the Lord will surely exclude me from his people. The foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord and becoming his servants, all who keep the Sabbath free from profanation and hold to my covenant, then them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. All will come, all are invited. And this is the great message. Jesus is the, the Savior. There are no other saviors. Only Jesus saves. And in that crib in Bethlehem, we are all called, each and every one of us, regardless of our past, regardless of what we've done or what we haven't done. The Lord says, come. As I am born in a stable, in a crib, in swaddling clothes, this is your time to be reborn, and you can come. Come as you are, but you do not have to stay as you are. For in the presence of the child Jesus, of that infant in Bethlehem, we can be reborn. We can begin again. This is really the universal call of God. God's arms are as wide as all that exists because all that exists come from, comes from him. And God's arms and hands outstretched are infinite in wanting to draw us to himself. God doesn't force us. Our God is not a stormtrooper. We have to want to do our part. We have to want to walk to the Lord. We have a week left in this holy season of Advent. It's not too late. It's not too late to walk to the Lord, to more and more make our way to Bethlehem so that a week from today, the birth of the Messiah, we can find entrance into the Word becoming flesh, the new era, the dawn, the definitive presence of God in our hearts and in human history. Uh, the prophet Isaiah ends this section of our reading. He says, Thus says the Lord who gathers the dispersed, others will I gather to him besides those 
already gathered. The Lord says, Observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice to be revealed. And how is that right to be done, that justice to be revealed, that salvation to come? In the child Jesus. The child, the child Jesus. And we come with ourselves. And the Lord calls all of us. Say, well, I haven't really been living a good life. I've fallen away from the church. Remember, the church hasn't fallen away from you, and neither has God. It's a wonderful time for homecoming. Come home. It's not too late to walk that path that leads to Bethlehem so that you too can be reborn. For the Lord wishes to gather all, all of us, each and every person. So throughout this final week of the Advent season, these final six days culminating next Friday, why don't we try to be those witnesses and messengers to those around us, perhaps within our own families, those with whom we work, go to school, our neighbors, those whom we encounter, to invite them to come to the Lord. Not, not boasting, not in an obnoxious way, not in a, a high-pressure way, but as an invitation, uh, as a persuasion, as an offering, uh, that they too are included and not excluded. What a wonderful, wonderful Christmas present you will have given and extended to those around you and no doubt those you care for and love. So on this day, this Friday of the third week of Advent, a week from Christmas, let us continue our journey, continue our walking and not falter or grow weary not turn back or get sidetracked toward the holy city of Bethlehem. For in that empty crib, it will be filled with our Lord and Savior, who says, come to me, come. Here is your salvation, and all are welcomed. God bless you and your loved ones. Please continue in this final week your Advent journey to Bethlehem.